Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin'? What's going on? So, uh, this is a sad day for us. Sort of sad. Exciting for you, but less... Well, see, I don't know. Depends. Uh, Rick is moving to... We live in Massachusetts, but he's moving to the great state of New Hampshire. Good old uh, Rogers. For, for, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't tell you the, I didn't tell you the town. You could come find him, though. Somewhere, somewhere in, yeah, in New Hampshire. Yeah, I'll be hiding in the woods. Uh, anyway, he's going to go there for school. Yep. And... Uh, we may or may not ever see him again, but <laughs> he'll he'll be uh, he'll be here in studio uh, every once in a while. Yeah. So um, guest appearances. Yeah, guest appearances. I guess, but he's not leaving the show. He's going to be. Uh, yeah. I guess every podcast has a Zoom guy. I was just gonna say, like every podcast I see, they pretty much, especially now it is. And if you guys listen and like our crap a little bit more, um, and buy our draft guide. He'll be here all the time, and I'll yeah. I'll buy a nice studio, and you'll be my full time job. Enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying, dude. So uh, anyway, uh, today, yeah. So today is the last day that we're gonna see Rick right next to me. Um, you will see him right the next homo to me ends. virtually. Yeah, the ho- <laughs> I'm gonna have all this space, room to like move around. You'll have, but you could have like ten bubblies lined up. That's what I'm saying, dude. I <laughs> start hanging stuff because, yeah. Anyway, um, so today we have our tight end sleepers for the 2021 season. Boring episode. I'll tell you. We're going to we're gonna get through this together. Yeah. Because you still need to listen to it. It's, it's going to help you it, win a fantasy championship. Exactly. But um, it'll probably be like 15 minutes because that is how boring tight ends are. But I say that, and then we'll talk about tight ends for 40 minutes. So before we jump into the tight ends, check our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, at the FFChamps, on Instagram, at the fantasy Champions, Facebook.com, uh, slash the fantasy Champions. You can like us over there. Uh, if you're listening on any podcasting platform, leave a review and then share the podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, click the bell for noties and uh, and then subscribe. Click the bell for noties. Yeah, click the bell for noties, dude. Um, and then like and comment down below uh, your thoughts on the episode. Any questions you might have because we are willing to help them. Rick, can you tell them about the draft guide? I, I know I threw you on the spot there, but you can read my notes here. Dude, it's by the draft guide. Okay. So the pre-orders are live. As you should already know, all right, it's nine ninety nine for the pre order. Okay, we got dynasty rankings, we got redraft rankings, breakouts, busts, sleepers, player projections, and much more. Maybe even I, I'm not even gonna say it because I don't want to say it, and then it's not happened. But we got some ideas, we got some cool things going for the draft guys. So, pro drop it nine ninety nine. Did you tell? It's me, like buying a pizza. Did you tell me this idea because I'm kind of yes. excited. Just drop it on the Wait. show. No. Okay. Um but yeah, no, just buy just buy like a like what are you gonna do tonight? Buy a cheese pizza? What are you going to Chipotle? No, stop. You can do both. Order the <laughs> You can do both, but you can use that money if you want. Website. Boom. Draft. I know guy. I know lots of people aren't Patriots fans, but um Tom Brady celebrating a Super of Bowl course. championship. That that could be you. <laughs> celebrating that would your be you fantasy you championship. Because you're gonna win your That would be me if I won the home league. Yeah. Oh, I know. I might. Never pay, I would it. probably like run around my house completely butt naked. So buy it. Don't be lame. Don't be lame, man. Don't be lame. Uh, July 9th. July 9th is the launch date. Fourteen ninety nine yeah. is the price. But if you get it now, it's nine ninety nine. So I do that. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk talk about our tight end sleepers for the twenty twenty one fantasy football season. 
Um, I say 2021 because wasn't it earlier this year that you said I was wrong? Yeah, I know. I literally was like, could have. I'm like, dude, it's 2020. What are you talking about? And we like, skipped a year. It's all right. COVID we kind of did. Like COVID made us <laughs> skip a year. I want to completely forget about last fantasy season. By the way, it was just kind of an anomaly of a whole okay. situation. Is it because you didn't win? Um, and I did. We both didn't make the playoffs in the home league. True. You're right. <laughs> so, anyway. And um, I lost the championship game in our listener league. Yeah, that's fair. To yeah, Hydro. See, and I, Was it Hydro? I don't think I won a single. No, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. Because <laughs> you gave up. So, so my, uh, yeah, I gave up. I don't think I won a, f- a single fantasy league this year. And now I got myself wrapped up in a boat. That is sad. You have to, you, you can't, you can't be on the show and not win championships. Yeah. Ow. You got to make it. Up I was in like, I, I got pretty far in one and I lost by like one point. That was, I think I I won one championship and I think I lost three. I made the playoffs and I but made, I made to, four. I made it to three championships out of like my five leagues. You got zwinked in all three. three. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, enough about the past. Yeah, we're moving moving towards the future. Uh, so we're gonna talk about a couple of guys uh, here on this show um, that also happen to be tight ends, which is probably the most boring, unenthusiastic position unless you're talking about Kyle Pitts and then people rip their clothes off uh, that you will ever talk about. Um, the first guy that we have on our tight end sleeper list, he is all the way down at 211 on yep. the ADP, undrafted. I was hesitant to put him on this because I don't think his ADP is going to go up. So you might just be able to like snag him off the waivers after the draft. Yeah, like, I mean you could do that too. Yeah, you could. You You're could. You could draft Gardner Minshew with your last pick with excitement. Yeah, and uh, and just be like, you know, Gardner's always going to get drafted in this league, and then you know, drop him and pick up OJ Howard because you need a tight end. That's something you sounds like you would do in our home. I league. might. If somebody give me money to draft whoever they want with the last fifteenth pick and OJ Howard's on the waiver wire, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um so anyway, OJ Howard is the guy, uh not number one on the list, but he's one of the first guys that we're gonna talk about. Hmm. Um he actually was relatively good uh in the short period yeah. of time that he played last year. The, the biggest problem with OJ Howard is that he always gets hurt. So yeah. I think that's the biggest problem. But anyway, um, yeah, he's going into is this his fifth year in the league? Fifth year? How old? I believe so. Man? Yeah, he's like he's still only like twenty five, twenty six. How old is this man? He's oh. twenty six. Yikes! Um, I was trying to get stats and yeah, he opened up some random website. Great job! I clicked on an ad. <laughs> Always a terrible mistake. Yeah. I'm kind of hard to avoid sometimes, but yeah, he's um he's twenty six years old. Yeah. Um, last season playing with Brady it seemed like they were trying to get on the ball early yeah and it seemed like he was creating some chemistry with Brady before towards Achilles he was on pace for 80 targets 48 catches 792 yards and eight touchdowns eight touchdowns is very good um I honestly think if he stays healthy this year he's probably going to take over Gronk's spot for why the most part my number is different than yours what in the frick I don't know. Are we looking that at is the weird. Same player, yeah. OJ right. Howard. Bro. Anyway, continue. Um, yeah. So I think he he almost or he might take the role from Gronk because Gronk at this point in his career is just kind of Gronk is there for his... fun. You know, he's gonna be blocking. He's gonna have his game where he gets like two touchdowns and then he's done for the next six weeks. So I think OJ Howard receiving wise will be actually get the most targets <laughs> for the me. tight ends. Yeah. The thing is, is and the reason his ADP is in the 200s is because one he's coming off a of Tory Achilles and he always gets hurt and two 
there's a lot of targets to go around Tampa. And I talked about yeah. this on the last show. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Um, Rojo slash. They, use, they throw name? to the uh, – it's Tom Brady, so he's going to throw to the running backs. They uh, they added Gio Bernard, um, Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. Scotty Miller still Grunk. there. Tyler Johnson, who had a decent rookie season, yeah, still I f- there. I feel like I feel like when you look at his, because you have eighty targets. I don't even know how this is working out, but you I have, don't. You have eighty targets. No, I, I have different. I have. You probably do. You do it in a different area on um, Pro Football Talk or whatever that freaking no. is. Pro Football. Right? I did the same thing. Anyway, um, so he had uh, on on my sheet seventy six, but I, I guess you could. So let's just say he had eighty paced is out yours targets for sixty. Is yours know. per seventeen? Well, it might be. No, no per, 16. per sixteen. Whatever, man. <laughs> so, so any either way, I don't think he's going to get past a hundred targets by any means. Um, and I think if, yeah. if he catches fifty passes and gets six, seven hundred yards, it's like, not going to be about targets know, with OJ Howard, right? So it's be about but, efficiency and touchdowns, right? But I think he can get somewhere around seven hundred yards, and and then that fifty catches. So he he would right he would be right around like I want to say a hundred fantasy points there, and then if he catches eight touchdowns. You know, seven, eight touchdowns like he was on pace mm-hmm. for last year. Um, he would have a hundred around 150 fantasy points, which I think in in uh, what is it half PPR leagues he would probably end up being. A, I'm trying to find the stat, but he would probably end up being a a wide receiver. I mean, a tight end uh, for a, well, 150 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something like that in that range. Uh, yeah, so 150 fantasy <laughs> points would slide him right at like tight end five. That so would actually slide decision. him at tight end. Well, yeah, at four, but I don't think that's so. Happening. But yeah, I don't think that's happening. So I think I think there's a very there's real also a possibility week here, that like, extra week here for tight ends without Kittle. Right, right. Um. So I think I think seven to ten is probably a range that it you could might happen. see him that you could it see. It legitimately him. could happen. And I'm not saying it will because again, his ADP is so low, and there's a reason it's that low. Yeah. But he has potential to be a top, honestly, a top ten tight end, low end. Yeah. But. Like that nine ten range, like I think he can't do it if he stays healthy. I agree. Um, let's talk about the next guy. Uh, he's a, 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 a little bit on the younger side, but Cole Komet coming into his second year. Um, I'm having a tough time with this one okay. because I do like Cole Komet. I, I I have always liked Cole Komet. I he was one of my favorite tight ends coming out last year. Um, who's in the Hunter Henry? I mean, not Hunter Henry. Um, uh, he wasn't in the Hawk draft. He was the year after. Right? No, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was last year. He was the number one tight end taken. Yeah, so so I love this guy, and I thought he was really good. And I didn't think he six, went six. to a. I don't think he went to a bad spot. It's just a matter of. So Rick likes him, not specifically because of the new man on campus, Justin Fields. It helps, but it does help. Um, the big thing with Cole Komet is that. I I think he's. Probably, you know, I like to use a, a, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, I like to use a little bit of, um, like, it's just kind of a stupid analysis, but I like to figure out where in the offense there, this player is going to end up being targeted. You know what I'm saying? So he ends up like, you might have three wide receivers, but your talented tight end oversee, you know, jumps over those guys. Right, right, right. So you might have a wide receiver one. In this case, it's Allen Robinson. Is your wide receiver two better than what your tight end is? Um, and if that's the case, then your wide receiver two would get the second read, I guess. So for me, I'm trying to figure out what guy is going to get the second read. I like, and this is how I projected the Darren Waller breakouts, 
the Mike Gesicki's breakouts, the TJ Hawkinson breakouts, yeah. because I'm able to look at a team, say, this is where this guy is it's, on the read chart. Right. And and this is what he's going to get for target share. So Cole Komet's one of those guys where he could end up being like, I don't think he's better than Darnell Mooney because I love Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. But I think that he is definitely going to end up being the third read in the offense for either guy. And if that's the case, uh, there's a good opportunity for him, especially like when you're talking about the the, the tight end four had 140 fantasy points last year. Just yeah. hot garbage. Um, so, but then you look at the end of his season when he actually started getting like starts and targets, um, was right around like, I want to say week 13, right. 13 to 17. He was pacing out to 96 targets, 64 receptions. He gets 96 targets again this year. And the efficiency was garbage because Mitch Trubisky blows. But he only had, yeah, had on pace ball. for three touchdowns. Not yeah, going to happen. 477 right, yards, exactly. not going to happen. Those so things are going to go up. If he gets around 65 catches and like six, 700 yards, similar to what, um, who's the last guy we were talking about? I already forgot. Um, but anyway, he gets, you know, more than that three touchdowns and gets six, seven, OJ Howard. Thanks. Uh, a six, seven touchdowns. He could definitely jump into that conversation of tight end five, six, seven, eight, um, and be somebody that's really good. And at ADP, uh, at ADP one forty. You know, like in 10 team, you're 14th round and in 12 team, 13th, 12th or 13th round, you're going to end up with a really, really great steal at tight end. Like this is yeah. one of those guys that I'm I'm in on like this year, similar to, and I'm still trying to analyze that because I want to make sure I nail my tight ends every single time. But I, Cole Komet's definitely in that conversation. Now, Rick yeah. likes him a lot more. I'm reserved more specifically because I don't like buying players in, trash offenses and mm. i still think even if our man's justin fields comes in and plays chicago's just not going to have a good offense this year and and who knows maybe justin fields comes in and he lights it up and he ends up being really good and yeah. you know the offense ends up that that's what they need to rejuvenate it but as long as matt Nagy is making play calls <laughs> and running that team it's not going to be a good offense and that three touchdowns might stay that 477 yards on 64 catches might end up staying and if that happens Cole Komet might not end up right. being the guy, which is why I'm not entirely sold on a breakout season for the guy. Yeah, I but mean, definitely a sleeper, for sure. He's he's definitely a sleeper either way because he should his ADP is right now like gold, it is gold mine. He's he's the tight end I'm targeting. Um, you know, I I don't know, maybe it's just my <coughs> thing with second year tight ends. Yeah, like last year was Hawk. I think the year before that was like Mike Kosicki and uh, someone else. I don't remember, but. Every, every year it feels like since I've been doing this podcast, I love those second year tight ends. This year it's Cole Komet. Um, next year maybe it's Pat Firemouth. Who knows? But yeah, Cole Komet. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> well, it won't be Kyle Pitts because no, bro. Because be. Kyle Pitts is going to get drafted in like the eighth round, and everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, Kyle Pitts," and he's going to catch fifty passes, and uh, end up like the tight end eight, and everyone's okay. going to be like, "We'll see, bro." Your Kyle Pitts hate hatred is. I don't hate Kyle Pitts. The negative energy. I'm just. Not. Do you really want Kyle Pitts to be elite this year? Because no, I then don't. Next because year, I don't have it. I tried it my hardest to get shares of Kyle Pitts, and because I love Kyle Pitts, I uh, on this show, I've been the guy that defends him and everything. But people love him even more than I do, which is saying something. Yes, like he's the 101, and almost every rookie draft I've done, he's either the 101 or 102. And it might be me just hating the people who love Kyle Pitts that much. 
Maybe it's that. Yeah. Like, like the, the, he has been crowned first round in dynasty startups. He's he's been crowned the heir apparent to Travis Kelsey, and we haven't even like we haven't even yeah, seen him hasn't play played a snap. And yeah, NFL. no, that's very true. Like, let's very just true. let's just chill out a little bit. I'm and all again, about getting accepted. Najee, dude, Najee is like my guy. I might draft him in the second round because I'm a freaking psychopath. But uh, you know, he hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Yeah. People who drafted Clyde last year. Anyway, back to Cole Komet. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to, I mean, no matter how you feel about Fields, I think he's, you, you can say he's probably going to be a oh, yeah, 100% quarterback upgrade, upgrade Andy over Dalton. Andy Dalton. Um, but let's look at last year. Cole Komet Bro, had 44 targets. Andy Dalton's got some, he's got some gas left. Yeah. Yeah, totally. He had, <laughs> he had 44 targets last year, but he didn't start yeah. until what was it, week 13? Yeah. Where he was on pace for about 96 once he became the starter. Last year, Jimmy Graham had 76 targets mm-hmm. and eight touchdowns. That is not going to happen again in 2021. I personally believe that. Some people think Jimmy Graham is the killer for Cole Komet. I don't think so. I think Cole Komet overtakes Jimmy Graham this year. Yeah. And if he does that, that's eight touchdowns right there that can go to Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. Not all of them will go to Komet. I think Jimmy Graham still will be involved and the argument too for that is kind of stupid because he took over the job from jimmy graham at the end of the season the bears were i do think the playoffs though jimmy graham they were both involved though in the playoff if i remember correctly so jimmy graham's oldest dirt so i don't yeah i'm not Um, worried about that yeah i think mooney and robinson are still the top two guys obviously but to me cole commit will slide right there as that third guy and it feels man so yeah. that's ignoring Fields. So like, e- even if Fields stinks or Andy Dalton is the guy, mm-hmm. Cole Komet should have a, at least a decent season and is worth a sleeper. But if Fields starts and is good, if he's what people think he is, if he's Deshaun Watson, yeah. I mean, it could be, it could dude, be fantastic. You could end up with a pants steal. are off. Yeah, okay. pants are off. He's excited. Um, yeah, and we also have to like because a lot of the league, a lot of the redraft leagues that we do, um, we don't even draft until like uh, September. So yeah. like a lot like of a, a lot of drafts happen season. in August, but like we we want to get through training camp preseason. Been yeah, you will, like, no, it's fair because I don't partially be because I got burned. None of us want to be injuries. burned, but it's not just that. It's also the fact that you get to see finalized rosters. It's sort of cheating, but sort of not. Yeah, <laughs> well, for us it is because yeah. we follow far too much. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's like you get that late in the season, you get to see. All of training camp, all of preseason, you know where guys are. The Bears most likely will have announced a starting quarterback at that point. You can make a fair decision on whether you want Cole Komet or not. Like if they go yeah. Andy Dalton and they're dead set on that path of Andy Dalton, like I don't even get it. I don't understand. Your team blows without a quarterback. And Andy Dalton is not your freaking solution, Matt Nagy. So get off your high horse. Like at least with the Patriots, Cam Newton can do something. Like Andy Dalton can't do anything. Yeah. Start Justin Fields. But anyway, um, yes, if if Justin Fields is starting, then Cole Komet does get a bump. Yeah. Um, cool. The next guy that we have is Evan Ingram. Rick is a little bit more concerned about this guy than I am, but I think it's he's he's had injuries. He's been disappointing, and it's pushed him all the way down draft boards. You mean to, the OG drop king? Yeah, the OG drop king. Uh, it's pushed him all the way down the board to 125 uh, ADP, so the 125th pick off the board. Um, and we've liked Evan Ingram in the past. Like Rick has been an Evan Ingram guy. The changes to the I wouldn't say I was an Evan Ingram guy. Okay. Well, you liked him. I liked him. So that would um, make you an Evan Ingram guy. I did call you a truther. Okay, rookie, a truther. Hey, rookie, a truther is different. Rookie tight ends. Rookie tight ends. Stop it. Stink. Don't, he 115 rookie. targets. 
rookie season. Okay, 115. Fair, but uh, Atlanta has people to throw the football to. And I'd... <laughs> anyway, just saying. Um, it, it, he didn't really work out that season, by the way. <laughs> he was he was good. I think he was like, why did he that was his best 11? season actually? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, last year he had a lot of targets, 109 on the season. To be fair, um, but. The big thing for him is 63 catches, 654 yards, which is all good. Uh, the big column that he didn't have success in was his total one touchdown. One or, single yeah, touchdown. Yeah, one single touchdown on the season. Um, and I think that was just because their offense was hot trash. Absolute garbage. Um, with Kenny Galladay coming in, um, with Kenny Galladay coming in, Saquon Barkley coming back, some improvements made on the offensive line. We talked about this before. I still think Evan Ingram, with his talent and his ability – is probably, I want to say, the second or third guy in the offense. Okay. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people are fading him, but if he does hit anywhere around that 109, 110 target share and improves like he doesn't be he isn't the drop king. And uh he actually <laughs> okay. catches sixty percent of his passes. He might have a hundred around a six uh, you know sixty five to seventy catches around 650 to 700 yards and and maybe five or six touchdowns if he can get into that ballpark. He is he ends up being a top 5 tight end like he was supposed to be last year and the years before. Um but this time you're getting him as a dirt cheap value. Now worst case scenario, nothing between rounds 11 and 15 end up working out, so you just drop Evan Ingram and you call it a day. Yeah, some things definitely scare me about Evan Ingram. I think his one saving grace for me is that one touchdown? As you mentioned, I think that's that's gonna go up. Like no matter how you feel about Evan Ingram, he's not. If he plays sixteen games, he is not going to get one if touchdown. He, he those, will get more. If he gets those same exact numbers, um, if he gets the same exact numbers. What was he last year with where he landed? Not great. Tight end sixteen. Yeah, tight end sixteen. So if he gets you know in sixteen games played. Let's just in sixteen games played. Yeah. Saying, yeah, so gross. Hundred and nine fantasy points. So, w- give me a number for for touchdowns. Five, five touchdowns. He ends up being, and that's the, like kind of lower end. He but. ends up being the tight end eight, right next to Gronk. You give yeah. him one more, he ends up being the tight end five. So he just needs touchdowns, really, See, to get into that. I conversation. think he's going to get those touch. I think he can get like five, six touchdowns. Is he going to get? Um, 63 catches again, though. I don't know. He was the number one target in that offense. Like, I, I think, I think Sterling Shepard's a vacated. Shepard was really. He had 90 on 12 games played. Yeah. Evan Ingram He's had 109 there, right? targets. Yes. On everybody is still there. Well, actually, Golden Tate's not there. So there's 52, tar- 52 targets that are vacated. Yeah, That's probably I, all going to Kenny Galladay, and Galladay's going to get like 100 targets. Yeah, he's going to get over 120 targets. I don't think Slayton's going to get 96. One of yeah, Slayton and Shepard are sure, going to die. Sure, I, I think Slayton's going to... I gonna... think Ever, Evan Ingram's going to take their their target share. Like, I do think that Evan Ingram will get over 100 targets. That's. I don't think Ingram's necessarily going to take target share, but there's a chance... <laughs> he's not he... going to lose it, that's for sure. Yeah, there's a, there's a chance he could stay. I just, I mean, I'm not as crazy about the player as I have been in the past, and I think yeah, this, yeah, yeah. there are still a lot of mouths to feed. I, I still think Slayton is not going to get 96 targets, but he's still going to be involved... Sterling Shepard is still going to be involved. Kenny yeah. Galladay is there. Saquon Barkley is someone I would, who I would be honest. like he's going to get he's going to get seventy targets. Right, he's going to get a lot of targets. Now Wayne Gallman had twenty seven last year, and Deion Lewis had thirty, so that's what fifty seven targets. So between it's the running back positions, Barclays. 
Yeah. I think Barkley gets a little bit more than that, but maybe yeah. they throw the ball more. Only 517 pass attempts. Yeah. By the way, Daniel Jones had probably one of the grossest seasons. I know. I've ever seen. I, I think I think the whole season collapsed Disgusting. when they lost. He was he was uh getting blitzed out the wazoo. Yeah, they rushed because their offensive line blew and the only thing that makes it so that Daniel Jones doesn't have that kind of pressure on him is Saquon. Yeah, defenses did not care if they wanted to run. They were purposely yeah, like playing was, the pass. And so, it was like, but that's the thing is, I, I think there's going to be improvements in that offense. This is his last around. chance, though. If he's oh, still Daniel stinks, Jones, yeah, yeah, he's out there. But Evan Ingram, uh, the biggest thing is like if he was an eighth round pick, similar to where he's been in the past, um, he would he would not be worth it for me. Yeah, I'm not even neither of us even said Kadarius Tooney as a threat. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I love Kadarius Tooney, by the way. But uh, yeah, I think he's honestly like he gets a lot of hate, and I like him as a player. It's just like fantasy wise, like he's just yeah, it's it's, it's not going to be there this year at least. Right. Um. So anyway, yeah, Evan Ingram's like I said, the, if he was an eighth round pick, I would be out. I would be like, see you later. I'm not doing this. But he is pick 125. He's going in the 12th, 13th yeah. round. Honestly, the tight ends that are ahead of him, like I can, I think yeah. he's he's he getting slipped on. Yeah, so um, I definitely think he's a sleeper. Let's move on to Jared Cook and then talk about Tyler Higby really quickly because I don't want to spend that much time on him. Um, and I wish we'll talk about Jared Cook really quickly too. So Jared Cook is a really gross one. I'm not excited about it at all. Last year he finished He's an as, old man as well. He's an old man. Uh, he finished as the tight end 17. He was a lot better than people thought. If he played the extra game, he would have been somewhere around He had a 10. stretch because he had like six yeah. games in a row where he stunk. But yeah. then he had like six games in a row where he was where he was Great. really good. And then he got yeah. hurt. Um, and I think I think with the absence, this is purely because of him signing with Los Angeles and them being absent, uh, Hunter Henry and him leaving. Yeah. The targets that Hunter Henry had are most likely going to Jared Cook. If not, they're just going to get spread out elsewhere. And even so, um, even if they don't all go to Cook, like Hunter yeah. Henry was heavily involved in that offense. So Cook just needs to get majority of that. And red zone targets. Yeah. And boom. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it's as simple as that. And I, I think that last year there was a pay, there was a, like Rick said, there's a, a stretch of time where he was like the he was like a tight end six or seven. Right. And everyone was like, Where is this guy coming from? If he ends up performing for Los Angeles like he did New Orleans over that stretch of time, he could definitely be a decent I think he's a streamable tight end. But I think he's a guy that's going completely at this point in a lot of leagues and ten team at least he's going completely undrafted. So yeah. I think that if you want to take a flyer on him in the fifteenth round, he ends up getting the Hunter Henry target share. I mean, he could end up being a decent option as a Pretty sleeper, sure, man. Um, but it's not an exciting pick. It's not. But he's getting slept on. I mean, starting tight end for the Chargers with Justin Herbert as quarterback, he might be the. I mean, and he might come off this list altogether. To be honest with you, because I don't even like him that much, but. Yeah, but he he's in a good situation. Yeah. And he played well last year um for a good stretch. So he has the opportunity with yeah. the Chargers. Um this is probably his last chance. So he's 34 years old, which again, for a tight end a receiver is so old. Right. Um so let's let's talk about the next guy in the final. Okay, guy, Tyler Higby. Which is Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Um really quickly on Higby. I I I like him. I'm not excited about him. He had a really like he had all this hype last year, and I didn't like him at all because there's so many targets there for last. I, I agreed. Yeah, I did not like him. Yeah, last year. and 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 everyone got on the hype train, and and what lo and behold, what happened? He wasn't good. So, um, yeah, I think he ended up he had an okay year. If you want to like, yeah, he was like Jared Cook pretty much, wasn't he? Right behind, yeah, him. eighteen. In the so, same amount of games, but played. now you have an offense with Matt Stafford coming in. Um, and you have a situation where 
There's some vacated targets there, and he might end up being the third guy in the offense. Right. I mean, and that's the whole argument. If that's if that's the case, and he's the third read, then there's a good chance that he gets a lot of targets and has an opportunity to be a really good tight end in 2021. But yep. you have to temper your excitement because they do. If Van Jefferson starts taking off, Tyler Higby is going to be garbage. So <laughs> yeah, they I have, don't mean that in a, in a disrespectful way, but it's just not worth it. They have more vacated targets than I think a lot of people realize. They have 176. Yeah, Gerald Everett is a big part of that, but I mean Higby, he can get some of those. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying Tyler Higby is going to get 100 targets because he's not. I mean Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. um, K. Makers will be involved in the passing game. Van Jefferson might take a step up. They'll use Tutu Atwell, not enough yeah. to really make a big dent but he's just another guy there so um but higby his target share i think should go up a little bit yeah with um gerald ever gone and then you could see him his efficiency go up with matt stafford who is an upgrade over jared goff and he had five touchdowns last year i mean there's a real chance i mean if matt stafford has a great year with the rams Mm -hmm. i mean could you see a seven eight touchdown season from tyler higby yeah yeah And, and probably like a top six finish like this is one of those guys that I It's could, gross, but Higby and Komet are two guys that I'm looking at more specifically yep. that could end up being those, you know, the breakout tight end. How many years how many years has Higby been in the league? Five, six? Yeah, five. Yeah, I so I don't know. But he's in prime though. The 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 class uh in twenty twenty was not good for tight ends. Like not yeah, the Cole Komet class. Yeah, it's like Cole Komet and Adam Trotman are probably the two better guys. Harrison Bryant, bro. Cleveland and Harris, Browns. Harrison Bryant but and the Cleveland like, Browns. He's not really like a. He's on. He was honestly yeah. better than Austin Hooper for a good stretch last year. Hooper was garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I think I think Higby is a decent. His ADP right now is one sixteen. So and I probably I feel like that's going to move backwards. I would I would suggest that would move backwards a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah. He's a guy that you can. But see. even at one sixteen, I mean, who's going ahead of him? Like Logan Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yuck. I would take so, Higby. Yeah, I would. I would take the flyer. But anyway, there your tight end sleepers for the 2021 fantasy football season. Um, it's an interesting list. It'll probably change before it's the kind season. Kind of a gross list, but yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta learn it, bro. I, I'd rather have like three tight ends on the list than anything else. But anyway, um, I think we have rankings next week. So oh. uh, so let's check that out. Can't wait for that. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube. And follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.